We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Talking Buffalo, featuring conversations with guests from around the world of sports, media, pop culture, and all things Buffalo, with your host, Patrick Moran. All right, what is going on, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to a quickie Friday episode of Talking Buffalo, part of the Blue Air Network. I am your host, Patrick Moran. Thank you, as always, for locking into the show. Usually I say audio or video, but today this is audio only, so it's for your ears, not your eyes. And like I said, this is going to be a Friday quickie, and I mean that quite literally. This is going to be a very quick episode. All I'm doing today is talking Buffalo Bills 2023 schedule. Of course, on Thursday night, the schedule officially dropped. All the leaks, all the rumors over the last couple of days that we've been hearing about trying to piece things together. Don't need to do that anymore. The schedule is out for the world to see. I got some thoughts on that real quick, and then I'm going to dive right into that. A lot of people have been asking um, what's going on. Am I still doing the Live from Imperial series with those episodes dropping on Friday? The answer is yes. Not doing them every week. We did them for six or seven weeks in a row. So it's not something we're doing every week. But when I have a, an interesting guest on and, you know, it works out to be able to do these shows, we're certainly going to do them. And when we do them, we tape them live Thursday nights, live streamed at Imperial Pizza in South Buffalo. Um, anyway, in two weeks, I'm going to have former Buffalo Bills Stevie Johnson. He's going to be with me. And then the following week, I have Elania Getzenberg. From ESPN.com, of course, she covers the bills for ESPN. Does an awesome job. So anyway, look out for episodes of them. Just follow me on Twitter, at Pamoran Tweets, or you'll get them in the show notes of this podcast. We'll talk about these episodes, uh, these live episodes that are coming up. So anyway, stay on the lookout for those. Again, as for today, I'm not going to waste much time at all. There's not, I'm not one of those guys who's going to break down the schedule and overanalyze it to death, but I did spend some time now, and, and we knew, some of us at least knew a, a couple hours before the schedule dropped Thursday night at 8 o'clock, um, exactly what it was going to be. And I just kind of went through it and figured out some stuff, some good, some bad, some ugly as it pertains specifically to the Buffalo Bills. Didn't really go around the league much, and I'm not going to. If you want to do that, be my guest. But anyway, the biggest thing for the Bills, I guess, is this is a huge, and I'm talking about for fans at least anyway. If you're one of those fans who love when the Bills play on all different times, 
and all different places and networks and stuff like that. This is a huge W for you guys. Big W. The Bills have six primetime games this year. Six. Um, and that doesn't even count a, a London 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning start either. But anyway, they got that. They got a home Sunday night game. They got a road Sunday night game. They got a, they got a home Thursday night game. They got a home Monday night game. And they got a road uh, Saturday night game. Hell, you know, besides the primetime games, they even have four, 425 late afternoon Sunday starts late in this season, including two at home. Hell, I don't think, I, at least I can't remember, maybe you can. I don't remember a lot of games where the Bills were at home and played at 425. But not only are they doing that once, they played the Jets November 19th in Buffalo at 425. But their very next home game um, in December against Dallas is also 425 on a Sunday. There's um, no, they're not tied to any network this year. So games, you know, it used to be AFC games are always on CBS and um, NBC games are always on Fox. So you got to look at the schedule and figure out where those are. But what a wild schedule, man. Six primetime games. Um, a bunch of late afternoon starts, a Sunday morning start, a Saturday night start. So again, if you're part of that crowd and that's what you wanted, you won, man. You won huge. On the other hand, big L, big, big L. If you're part of that, please, God, let the Bills play 17 times Sunday at 1 p.m. crowd, which by the way, count me among those. And you just got your ass whooped. You got killed because that ain't happening. There's only five games scheduled this year for Sunday, 1 p.m. as of right now. Five. That's it. Uh, the final game of the season at Miami, that's week 18. That's a t to be determined. So that could technically be another Sunday, 1 p.m. start. But even if that becomes a 1 p.m. start at the end of the year, that's still a full season with only six games scheduled for 1 p.m. That's just nuts. I can't remember the last time ever with the Buffalo Bills where uh, they had so few Sunday 1 p.m. games. In fact, they are going a little more than two months, two full months without a Sunday 1 p.m. game. That shit is just crazy to me. Um, in terms of other stuff, and these are pretty much all good things. Of all the teams that are playing this year on the schedule, there's only one team that the Bills are facing where that team is coming off their own bye, and that's the Denver Broncos, who the Bills will be playing at home on Monday night. That's it, just Denver. Um, the Bills have their bye late in the year, which we like that. We'll talk about that in a minute. And when, they, when the Bills come off their bye, they'll be playing Kansas City. So they'll be plenty rested and plenty of time to prepare for what should be a huge game against the Chiefs. I love that. Um, they also have like a mini bye to catch a few extra days of rest before they go to Cincinnati for a big Sunday night game against the Bengals. And when they play Philly later in the year, they get Philly out a little bit of a shorter rest for Philly because uh, the Eagles play the Chiefs on Monday Night Football before they play the Bills um, that following Sunday. So, all in all, I like it. I really do. They get a later bye, which I wanted. No Thanksgiving game, which I really wanted. The Bills have played on Thanksgiving, what, three of the last four years? And don't get me wrong, they're 3-0, and and that's the biggest thing. But it's come at a big cost. And I'm superstitious at this point. Sorry, but I am. Vaughn Miller tears his ACL on Thanksgiving. Trey White tears his on Thanksgiving. No, thank you. Plus, it's stressful. I want to enjoy my turkey. 
I don't want to worry about the Bills game. I don't want to worry about injuries. So they're playing on Sunday that week, and I love it. I love it. So no Thanksgiving game, no Christmas game, no Christmas Eve game, because the Bills are playing on a Saturday that week, which I love that. So a full bye before they play the Chiefs, a mini bye before they play the Bengals, Philly on a little bit of short rest, those three, the, on paper, the three toughest opponents this year, all a little bit of an advantage for the Bills there. New Year's Eve, they do play, but it's a home game. And it's a 1 p.m. game, and against, it's against the Patriots, a team they should beat. So as long as they don't screw that shit up, New Year's Eve should be fun this year. 1 p.m. game, over by 4.30, plenty of time to make your plans and do whatever it is that you do on New Year's Eve. As long as the Bills don't F it up by losing to the, to the Patriots, we should be in for a good New Year's Eve. So all in all, I do like the schedule. And I'll just fly through it again. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and psychoanalyze every little aspect of it. Number one, because I want this to be a very short podcast. You got other things to listen to, other things to do, I'm sure. But I got some insight and some, uh, some things I dug up about these games. Just a couple quick thoughts as well. Start the season, September 11th, Monday Night Football. We knew this too, by the way. This wasn't, you know, just revealed on Thursday night. We knew this um, the day before. The Bills at the Jets, Monday Night Football. I like it. I definitely like it. When you're playing a, when, first of all, the Jets are a good team. The Jets were a good team without Aaron Rodgers. Let, let's just put that out there. But you get Aaron Rodgers. When a good player, or not even just a good player, when a, when a quarterback goes to another team and you've overhauled this team, like the Jets, they've added other players besides just Aaron Rodgers, especially on offense. It takes some time to, to develop that, that chemistry, to develop that cohesiveness, that continuity with the offense. So if I'm the Buffalo Bills and I'm, I got to play the Jets, let's play them right away. They're, they're still kind of, you know, they're feeling themselves out a little bit early in the year. So I think it's a good time for the Bills to play the Jets. If you have to play them on the road, which you do, do it early in the year. Do it in prime time where the Bills have been very good, by the way, in prime time. So I like this matchup. I think it's the perfect time to play the Jets on the road. Primetime, Monday Night Football, with Aaron Rodgers taking his first regular season snaps as a New York Jet. Might take that offense a little bit of time to gel. I like it for the Bills. I think that's a little bit advantageous, at least a little bit. Week two, you got Vegas at home, the Bills home opener. Vegas is on the road the week before that. They played Denver at home. And again, going back to the new quarterback thing, which I think the Bills on paper, at least, are, are superior to Vegas as it is. But again, besides that, Vegas has a brand new quarterback as well. They have Jimmy G now. Derek Carr went to the Saints. So they're going to take some time to get that offense going. So again, a good fit for the Bills on their schedule. Their first two games are against quarterbacks who are starting for new teams. I like that for the Bills. Week three at Washington. Look, man, I ain't got nothing to add to that game. Washington should stink. It's a great chance for the Bills to start out the season no worse than two and one. At worst, two and one. Going into a big week four game, which of course is October 1st at home against the Miami Dolphins. This year, Miami comes to Buffalo early, and conversely, Buffalo goes to Miami late. I know at least some fans may not love that. Probably Miami Dolphins fans more than anything else. But I promise you this, and I promise you this, 
The players love it. The players love it on both sides. Home field is great, but I promise you, even though they had the home field, Miami, if they could get away early in the year from that sweltering heat at home, they go play in a much more comfortable, um, less humid place like Buffalo in October, they're going to take that all the time. And of course, Buffalo is going to as well. Buffalo almost melted last year. What was it? Week two, week three, when they played in Miami last year. So that's not going to be the case. Miami comes here early. Conversely, Buffalo goes to Miami late. You think, you would think anyway that that's not a big advantage, uh, you know, for, for Buffalo at home. But I tell you, man, the Bills don't want to be cold either. I'm sure they don't mind. I know the Bills fans, by the way, unrelated here. They love this schedule because they can start out right after the holidays taking a trip down south to Miami to get away from the winter in Buffalo. So I think it works out well for the players for sure. I don't know how the fans feel about it, but I know the players like it. Uh, Miami starts the year at the Chargers, at New England, and then at home against Denver. I say the only thing I'm a little bit surprised with this game is with all the hype with these teams, and I, I know the Jets have entered that mix now after getting Aaron Rodgers, but there's a lot of hype between these teams. They played each other last year in the playoffs. Kind of surprised that there's no primetime game here between these teams. You know, the Bills are playing in primetime, what, six times? If you would have told me that, I would have bet, I would have said, I guarantee you the Bills in Miami is one of them, but it's not. So anyway, Bills at home against Miami week four. Then right after that, they're jumping out of play and they're going overseas because week five, October 8th, they're in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags play the week before. Uh, I think they host Atlanta the week before in London. So they're staying there. That's good and bad. I, I think it depends on what your perspective is, if you think it's a good or bad thing for Jacksonville. Good for them because they've been in London for that extra week. So they, they got in used to whatever the time difference is, just being there, everything. So they're more used to it than Buffalo for sure. So that's definitely going to be to their advantage. However, a couple of people pointed this out. I tend to agree with it. It's bad that when you go on the road for nearly two weeks, which, you know, it'll be 13 days when the Bills play the Jaguars. It'll be 13 days where Jacksonville's been on the road overseas. At that point, those boys are probably just dying to get home, you know? So they might have one eye, you know, on that airplane to get out and get back to the United States. So we'll see how it plays out. It should be a good game. On paper, it certainly looks like one because Jacksonville, they're going to be a problem this year for a lot of teams. Probably the favorite to win the AFC South. So Jacksonville at Buffalo, week five. Um, I thought, and I was concerned about, before the schedule came out, there was a lot of concern that because an NFL team has an option after they play in London, they have an option to take their bye after that. The Bills clearly elected not to, which I think is the right move because week six would have been way too early to have their bye. They don't have their bye now, I think, until like uh, week 13. And again, we'll get to that in a second. but. I'm glad the Bills, I was concerned when the schedule leak started coming, I was like, just wait. I was like, please tell me that the Bills don't have a bye week six. They don't. They're home week six, and it's a big game too. The New York Giants are coming to town, and that is going to be a Sunday night football game on NBC. Like I said, the Bills chose not to have their bye after the London game. That was their option. And this is going to be the first of, I think, four primetime games over five weeks, which is just absolutely bonkers, man. Absolutely bonkers. And not a big deal, but this being a Sunday night game, at least the Bills get that extra Sunday morning for a little bit of extra rest to kind of help them recoup from that London trip. Um, 
I think we'll all be rooting for the Giants to, to come in hot because they're playing at Miami the Sunday before. I'll tell you, this might be one of my favorite games on the schedule this year for the Bills. I like the Giants this year. I, I mean, they made the playoffs last year, and they're good. And, of course, you got the whole Brian Dable coming back to Buffalo, that story coming home. It's a game that I'm, uh, that I'm really looking forward to. And then the following week, week seven, October 22nd, the Bills are at New England. Look, I'm being dead-ass serious here. I'm not even trying to be a Patriots hater. New England might be nearly buried by the time they get to this game. I mean, check this out. The Patriots, here's how they start their season. Philly, Miami, at the Jets, at Dallas, home against the Saints, and at the Raiders. New England may easily be 2-4. and Hell, they might even be 1-5 going into this game. They might be on life support. It's in Foxborough, and if they got a lousy record, and Josh Allen comes in and he turns up early, the the Foxborough fans, they they might turn on their team real quick in this one. So that's the first seven games. Quick break. I'm going to fly through the rest of these. Like I said, I don't want to be here all day. So be right back, folks. Got plenty more to say. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, I'm back running through the 2023 Buffalo Bills schedule now that it is officially out. Week 8, October 26th, and this is kind of weird to me, Tampa at Buffalo, and this is a Thursday night football game. This is on Prime Video. I hate that, but it is what it is. I get it. The NFL's got to market everything and make it different. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't get this one at all from, a, from like a marketing and, and kind of like a scheduling standpoint. The Bills get short rest, which, whatever, at least they're at home when they get to short rest. Separate conversation for, for a separate time. I just, I hate the concept of Thursday night football, and I really wish at some point that they would just get rid of it. I think it's a bigger health risk to the players. Yada, yada, yada. I don't want to get in that now. But anyway, short week of rest for the Bills. But even beyond that, I just, I don't think Tampa, and by the way, this year with the league, like you didn't have to give a team a prime time game. Tampa's got two. I don't think Tampa's going to be really good. That's what I'm trying to get at, folks. I just don't think they're going to be good this year, man. I don't. The Bills, they have a, a ton of other primetime games. It just, just feels weird at the Bills. They gave the Bills, like this should have been like maybe a Tampa-Cleveland kind of matchup or something like that for a Thursday night football game. Bills being there with Tampa, oh. It's a game that sounded a hell of a lot better last year on paper than it does this year. You know, a lot better a year ago when Tampa had Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried for the Bills. You're always weary when your team plays on Sunday and then they got to come right back. Or in fact, yeah, they play on Sunday and they got to come back 
and they got to play Thursday night. You're always concerned about that, how they're going to come out, how, you know, what the health of the players are going to be. If the guy, big guys banged up last week, they got less time to get healthy for this game, stuff like that. So I don't like any of that, but I'll take the short week here to get the longer week the following week. And that's because in week nine, the Bills are on the road at Cincinnati, and that is Sunday night football. So by playing that Thursday game at home against Tampa, afterwards you're buying yourself a couple of extra days of rest, which could be valuable, man. Um, Cincinnati will be entering this game fresh off a road trip. They're going to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Obviously, it's going to be a huge game with huge bearings. Uh, you know, the AFC most likely. This could be easily one of the most anticipated and one of the most highest-rated games of the year. Of course, you got, you know, God willing, he's healthy and he stays healthy and he plays this year. Potentially, DeMar Hamlin going back to Cincinnati where everything happened last year. Lots of, uh, lots of stories, lots of, lots of plots with this one. And again, a, a really big game. Kind of like that. It's like in the middle of the season for the Bills. They win. They're not going to get too high off this game. They lose. It's not, uh, hopefully, it's not going to bury them. So you got that week. That's week nine. Week 10, yet again, sound like a broken record here. The Bills are in prime time. They're at home again, and they're playing the Denver Broncos. Again, Denver's coming off their bye. They're the only team that the Bills are playing this year where uh, that team's coming off a bye going against Buffalo the following week. However, again, Buffalo gets at least an extra day of rest because they're playing Sunday the week before. I don't know what to make of this game. You know, on one hand, with Sean Payton and maybe maybe a rejuvenated Russ Wilson. This could be a good Denver team. Could be a great game. However, I just, <laughs> I can't get over how much Denver sucked last year, man. I, I just can't. So I don't know what to make of this game. It's week 10. Week 11, a big, big game for the Bills. Potentially, a, a, you know, a huge impact on the AFC East. The Jets come to Buffalo. Short rest for the Bills after playing Denver. Uh, you know, like I said, Monday night, the week before. The Jets are going to be on the back end of a road to road game or road games, I should say. They play Vegas the week before. Don't really have much to add here. We're not going to preview a game that happens in uh, November right now in uh, you know the early part of May. But anyway, that's week eleven. Good time in the schedule for that. And then the following week, week twelve, could be a Super Bowl preview, maybe. Buffalo at Philly. I got the Eagles on a little bit of short rest, and the Eagles play Kansas City the Monday night game before that. So, man, Kansas City, or I should say Philly, in a matter of seven days, is playing the Chiefs and the Bills. Like I said, obviously a potential uh, Super Bowl preview. This happens during Thanksgiving week, which, again, thank you so much, man. No Thanksgiving game for the Bills this year. I love it. After Philly, a bye. Week 13, I love that. I love that they have a bye late in the season. Get that rest and get healthy and recharged for the last five games of the year because they play five games after this bye. That is so much better than, again, what some of us thought might be a bye in week six. So the, the Bills get a bye in week 13. They come off that bye fresh, 10 days of rest, and they're facing the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what else you got to say? You know, Kansas City, by the way, they're coming off a tough stretch when they, when they play this game. They're at Green Bay, they're at Vegas two weeks before that, then they're at Philly the week before that. Hopefully the, the Bills are well-rested and motivated, you know, to knock off Kansas City at home. They did it last year. Well, we'll see what happens. But 
again, if, if you had to tell me before the schedule came out, who would you like to get a buy before you played, knowing who's, who you're playing at home and who you're playing on the road, I absolutely would have said the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think this worked out perfect. A late buy with the Chiefs coming up after the buy. Then another tough game, which is a, uh, a common thing with the Bills because it's a tough schedule. They're at home the following week, week 15. Dallas comes to town, 425 p.m. You know, you got mid-December weather. Maybe it's really shitty. Maybe if that's the case, it's an advantage to Buffalo. Again, just really weird for the Bills to have a home late afternoon game. It just feels weird to me. And it's a second straight one because that Sunday, uh, November 19th, home game against the Jets is also a 425 game. In fact, the Bills, this Dallas game is the fourth, four straight weeks. And this is the fourth of four where the Bills will be playing at 425 p.m. on a, on a Sunday. So Dallas, big game. And then the following week, six days rest. What is it? Six days? Sure. December 23rd, Buffalo Bills go to L.A. to play the Chargers. That's Saturday night football, 8 p.m. And it's the first ever game exclusively on Peacock. The Chargers are a big enigma to me. I think they're one of the most talented teams in uh, the NFL, not just the AFC, but they haven't been able to put it together the last few years. Injuries have had a lot to do with that. Maybe they do this year. This should be a great game, and I think the league knows that, and that's why they have them in prime time, and that's why they chose this game to uh, debut the first ever exclusive game on Peacock. Two more regular season games. Home finale. New Year's Eve, 1 p.m. at home against the New England Patriots. Again, I hate dismissing the Patriots, but they're probably just playing out the string there. No excuse, no reason in the world for the Bills to not win that game. And then, folks, end of the season, January 7th, which actually could be moved to January 6th. They could flex, too. But at Miami, this game could be, obviously, for all the marbles in the AFC East. Or they maybe, who knows, maybe in the AFC. This could also be flexed into Sunday night, which is so... That would be uh, their seventh primetime game. Only thing I don't like about them playing Miami at the end of the season, purely from a fan perspective, because I know a lot of fans were looking at the schedule for weeks, wanting to know when Buffalo goes to Miami because they'd like to plan a trip every year around that. This one could be tough. You better make sure your, your flights and your hotel stays and everything are right because it might be January 6th, might be the 7th, might be a 1 p.m. game, might be flexed. Don't know. But anyway, that is going to be potentially at least a huge, huge, huge regular season finale for the Bills. Look, bottom line with these schedules, we're going to get out of here. Not, not counting rest days or prime time or any of that shit. Uh, the tough part, I, I, I think they have one of the, I, I got to look at the numbers. I don't see them off the top of my head, but I know the Bills have one of the toughest like three schedules in the league based on last year's formula, I believe. And they got that stretch from November 19th through Christmas Eve. That's particularly rough. From November 19th through Christmas Eve, play the Jets at home. Then they're at Philly. Then they get a bye. Then they're at Kansas City. Home versus Dallas. And at the Chargers. That is a tough-ass stretch of football. And don't get me wrong. Let's, you know, the Bills are favored in Vegas. If you're crazy and you want to bet on all these games right now, you could, by the way. The Bills are favored in 13 of these 17 games. But the schedule is tough, and it doesn't look like there's a lot of gimmies. You know, the Patriots ain't winning shit. You better sweep them. 
Because who they beat in the AFC East, if, if you're the Bills, you're the Jets, you're the Dolphins, and you're trying to win this division, losing to New England, that, that might cost you the division potentially. But anyway, you, you got them twice. You got Washington. It should be a gimme, but it's on the road. You never know. You got Vegas at home that, you know, doesn't sound daunting. Tampa at home without Tom Brady. Should be a, a relatively easy W, but hey, man, you never know. This is a tough schedule for the Bills. And lastly, good trips for fans. You know, whether I just discussed whether you go to Miami or maybe some fans are going to want to go out to L.A. for spend Christmas in Los Angeles. You, you know, there's a, when you live in Buffalo or Western New York and you want to get away for the colder weather, there's some good options to go to late in the season. So anyway. That's the Bills' regular season schedule. Uh, preseason was announced to, um, I really don't give a shit. I'm not going to get into it. But they play the Colts on Saturday, August 12th, week one. Uh, Saturday, August 19th, they're playing the Steelers. And then week three, they're at Chicago. Time's still uh, to be determined there. Anyway, I wanted to keep this under a half hour. I did. Thank you very much for, for tuning in today. So that's the Buffalo Bills schedule. And those were my thoughts. I think it's... Uh, I, I think it's a fun schedule. Uh, I think it's put together well. I think adding the buys and who they got buys coming off of and rest and, and prime time and all that stuff. I think all in all, it's a good schedule for the Bills. Like I said, the only thing that sucks, and it does for me, I'm just going to be honest with you folks, is if you're Sunday, 1 p.m., if you're on that team, again, you got your ass kicked. <laughs> you got five games, five games, maybe six if you're lucky, that are going to be Sunday, 1 p.m. starts. But anyway. Now you guys got something to talk about with the schedule. Before you know it, mini camps will be here. And the training camp, it's going to all come quick. Enjoy it. Enjoy the weekend. Get out. It's beautiful out here in Western New York. Go have some fun. Be back. Brand new episodes next week. Talk to you guys soon. Enjoy. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.